0: of two average husbands i'm your host jake
1: i'm your host kyle welcome back everybody
0: welcome jake, what are you drinking this week to celebrate national drink a beer day i'm gonna start out with a limited edition beer because why wouldn't i Unlimited. Uh, this is caramel crisp which is a caramel popcorn ale it is a combination uh a uh, a collaboration i should say between revolution brewing and garrett's popcorn which is a staple in chicago both of them are so this should be fucking delicious at least i hope so
1: I don't know anything about it, but that sounds delicious.
0: It says a creme brulee-like sweetness with a lightly salted finish.
1: Sounds very good. It
0: does sound delicious. I don't know that I've ever actually had creme brulee. Creme brulee is like one of my go-to desserts. I don't know if I have. It's so good. You need to.
1: Maybe. Maybe, I guess. But if I did, it wasn't memorable. Uh, Because I see creme brulees on like cooking shows and shit all the time. But I feel like for me, like my my go tos are more simplistic, like cheesecakes and shit like that. And so if I saw like a creme brulee next to a cheesecake on a menu, I'd probably just get a cheesecake. So I, don't I know think if, if you've willingly like, done it,
0: I think if you like cheesecake though, you have to get creme brulee because it's very there's like a similar a similarness to it. It's I mean, so that's good. That's probably I true. I love it. What's not to like about custard that you set on fire to make it nice and crispy on top? Uh. Probably nothing, I don't
1: know. I just don't think that I've ever had it. Honestly, if I have, like I said, it was very not memorable, so it's possible.
0: What are you drinking, Kyle? Uh,
1: Well, for my first beer, first of all, shout out to Carly again, because she supplied me with topics for quite a while, and she supplied me with this beer. So my first beer is
0: Speculus Cookie Butter Beer. Ooh.
1: Found at Trader Joe's.
0: That sounds delicious.
1: So, yeah, it's also nine and a half percent, I'm just realizing, so yikes. Yeah, my uh, first
0: beer is seven. I think my second is like eight and a half.
1: It's a golden ale with toasted coconut and vanilla, so it's
0: probably pretty good. Sounds like it's going to be good. I also recently found out about this uh, kind of along the same lines is that a cookie dough whiskey that apparently takes, tastes just like cookie dough. And I'm like, I need to try that.
1: Did I ever make you, while you were here, did I make you try that... Um, I think i was supposed to make you try it and never did the fucking it's not cinnamon if carly comes into the chat she'll be able to answer me later but there's a whiskey that we bought it's like a flavored whiskey that was really good Mm-mm. caramel Sunday or something oh shit like that. yeah
0: i meant to try it but i yeah. never i think it was a salt like a salted caramel was salted caramel that's what it is. yeah yeah i meant to try it while i was there but i know i we just got busy drinking bud light next
1: it's true i went back to my fish house class by the way just to you know be
0: consistent I am since I'm drinking a beer that's an Illinois staple with the drink Illinois glass today. And I'm still pouring this beer because it is very heady.
1: Yeah, this is not. Um, it is a little bit thicker than I. Well, denser, cloudier, whatever. I thought yeah. it was gonna be lighter, lighter beer.
0: Yeah, it looks. I good. was wrong. Holy fuck, that's really good. Off to a great start. You yeah, love that. Yeah, that's really good.
1: It. Yeah, I like that. Okay. Well, anyway.
0: Kyle. I made Logan go first last week. You did. And I'm going to make you go first this week.
1: I think it's technically my turn, so I won't object. I think um, But, yeah, I don't know. Whatever. Um, I had a couple lined up here, and I'm going to probably start with uh, one of the easier ones. i not going to find it again because I only wrote down the harder one that I wanted to talk about. Oh, okay, yeah, duh. What are your top five favorite movies of all time? In order? Doesn't You don't need an order.
0: Okay, thank God. I can't do an order. Um I think number one for me, uh, like just the first one I'm going to bring up, it's my, it's kind of my go-to answer with this one, and I feel like it's a lot of guys our age's go-to for this one, which is Saving Private Ryan. I just think it, it's a classic war film. You get the action, you get suspense, you get the drama. I just think it's so good. I, I think it's a great movie, and I have zero complaints about that movie whatsoever. Except for the fact that everybody dies to save one guy. I think that's a little fucked up, but that's also kind of just like, it is what it is. Yeah,
1: also probably semi-realistic Yeah. at the time. You know, um, if you know anything about the story of the Sullivan Brothers, like it doesn't strike me. Because, okay, if you don't, do you know the story of the Sullivan Brothers? Yeah, yes. Okay, since you you do, I can make this shorter. But anyway, long story short, five brothers were all on the same ship and they died together in World War II. Um, and that was around the time where they started realizing that you probably shouldn't have a bunch of relatives uh, deployed together in combat, right? Uh, just so like, you're not delivering parents the news of like, hey, all your kids are dead. Um, like they had to do with the Sullivan brothers. And that's, you know, a very condensed version of the story. Uh, but anyway, yeah, with Saving Private Ryan, they were still in that time frame, would have been kind of figuring out like procedurally how they wanted to deal with that. So it doesn't strike me as odd that that story would be realistic. But anyway, that's a totally different tangent that we don't need to go down. That being said, I think Saving Private Ryan is a lot of default, like listed.
0: That's that's what know, I said. It's like, on a lot of people's movies list. I, I know it's like a it's it's kind of like the the basic bitch answer of it, but it's just it's so it's such a good movie. I don't think I even Jess likes watching it. Like, and she doesn't like, act. She I don't I shouldn't say she likes doesn't like action movies, but like she doesn't like a lot of those old school action movies. You know, yeah, it's good. It really
1: things. is a good movie. I think most people would be fine with that. Oh, Carly wants to try this. She should. It's delicious. But anyway, I think it is... Yeah, I hate it when uh, Uncle Kyle gets ahead of me sometimes because he'll know. like post an entire list and some of the ones that I wanted. Thankfully, this time, he didn't hit me with anything before I was going to say it. So uh, we're all good there. But my first one that I put on my list is actually uh, a newer... Uh, I wouldn't call like a more modern take on, uh, you know, World War II, but it is a World War II movie that got added in later than Saving Private Ryan, and I think it's based on what I know about like audience. You know, um, comparing this to Saving Private Ryan, I think it's less popular. Is kind of where I'm getting at, but I think in that case it's underappreciated, and that's Fury. I think Fury might be one of the best World War II movies ever made.
0: Yeah, we watched that when I was there. Yeah, and I would have to agree. It's up there. It's one of the better ones. I like it's how they did it really too. Good. They did it in like a different way than a lot of other World War II movies do their their storylines. Yeah, and it's
1: it's not like um, it's not built to be like an action movie. It's a show the heartache and pain and tragedy of conflict, um, right. while still being like a well thought out drama action movie with a good story. So, I think it's really hard to beat that movie from a story and incorporating like the action um, behind it if you're in that sort of a film.
0: Yeah. It's very, very good. If you haven't watched it, you should. I went way too long without watching it. and We watched it when I was in California and it was, yeah, it was great. It's I, really I had zero complaints about that movie yeah. whatsoever. Again, a lot of World War II movies are really good. There's some that are like purpose, like not purposely bad, but like some that are kind of bad, but still end up being good. Um, I'm blanking on that. I might be called Codebreaker. I'm correct. Wind Talkers, that's what it's called. Nicholas Cage. Uh, it's about like the okay. Navajo tribe and how they would use like Navajo language as yeah. a you know, to to code code messages in the war.
1: I really um, don't fuck with Nicolas Cage, to be honest. So I don't, I don't know either. that I've ever seen that movie. Nicolas Cage is an actor. <laughs> Other than Gone in Sixty Seconds, which even then he's kinda corny. And maybe whatever the fucking um night what what was the goddamn skull motorcycle ghost rider ghost rider thank you that one was okay
0: um there's another one that he released not that long ago that got really good ratings i'm trying to remember i think it's called pig it like th- like the name obviously doesn't necessarily like instill a lot of confidence in it but i want to say it was like a very highly rated movie yeah it got a 97% on rotten tomatoes so it's about a man who lives in the wilderness, and his pig got stolen, apparently. But <laughs> I heard good things about it, and even though it's Nicolas Cage, I think it's—I'd give it a try at some point.
1: Yeah. Okay.
0: Um, another one for me. Let's see. I'm trying to think of like the different genres. I've got a lot of answers that I feel like are
1: ninety. Well, all of mine are usually action slash dramas. Like I don't really, you know, I don't do rom coms. I don't do. Oh, I do. I rarely do. That's not true. I don't know. It's most of the movies that I would say that like, I repeatedly watch are some sort of like an action film.
0: Yeah. I, I do watch a lot of the same movie. I have no problem watching a movie and like watching it repeatedly. Um, a more recent movie that I have been able to repeatedly watch and really, really enjoy. And I probably would say it's in my some of my favorite movie. One of my favorite movies is World War Z. It's yeah, n- that's not a bad movie. It's nothing like the book. Like the book was Never very like me. almost like satirical. Like, it was, like, a, just, like, a handbook of how to survive a zombie apocalypse, basically. And then, like, obviously, the, the movie is nothing like that. Um, yeah. But I think it's really good. It does a really good job of portraying, like, I think how somebody with his skill set and a family would handle that situation. Um, the zombie action sequences are, like, fairly realistic, in my opinion. Like, I think that's my complaint about a lot of zombie movies. Like, there's some where, like, zombies learn how to use guns, and I'm like, if you're hmm. supposed to make me believe that this is just somebody who died and came back to life, I don't think their brain's working. Hmm. Like, they're not figuring out how to use an AK-47. Sorry, don't believe that. Um, yeah, I think it's really good. I think it's rewatchable. Um, and there's different things that you can pick up throughout the movie that I think are, like, kind of, like, little hints and bugs. or Not bugs, but, like, little Easter eggs. Hmm. Like, little th- cool things you can learn about I feel like the movie zombie soon.
1: movies have a tendency to do more Easter eggs than most.
0: I agree. And I like it. I like Easter. Eggs. That might I be like completely
1: movies. untrue factually, but I feel like that's the truth.
0: I like movies where I have to think about it a little bit more, or there's something that I'm supposed to find, but I have to try and find it.
1: Yeah, sure. I don't have a tendency to like read really into the like behind the scenes meetings behind movies, which brought me to another like thought of like two different thoughts based on what you just said. One, we should probably talk about books that don't translate to movies very well, or vice versa, or whatever you know, like at some point in time. Probably, um, but that's a different topic. But you just made me think about it, and then the other one is like, <clears throat> like, you know, adding in like a worst movie into this, which maybe we can do at the end. Just throw like one really bad movie. Out yeah. to, I don't know. But either way, like I remember one of the worst movies I've ever seen. We got, I got to the end of watching it and I was watching it with some friends and I'll have to think of the title of it. Um, but at the end of it, they were like, Oh my God, this and this theme about this. And this was clearly like a religious, like, uh, yeah. you know, um, Metaphor or whatever, you know, like they were talking about like all these comparisons and all these things that they were seeing behind the scenes of this movie And I was like, dude, I just thought it was a shitty movie. Like all yeah. of that went right over my fucking head I had no clue. So dude, um, I think this fucking uh, sucks. I don't think I'm good at reading into the deeper meanings sometimes So it's tough for me to add this to my list. Anyway, I'll go on to my next one um, I've changed my list like three times since we started talking because I keep thinking of other things that I've like put on repeat and that I would continue to repeat mm-hmm. and also I didn't want to get too crazy with the um repetitive of the same category like you were talking about so the one that i have to add next became a recent favorite of mine as well so i'll stay with recency i guess for now and that is rogue one because i think rogue Mm -hmm. one might be one of the best star wars stories that's ever been put out there and i think most people would maybe argue that empire is better at least the hardcore star wars fans but i think rogue one might be the one of the best might be the best star wars movie Mm -hmm. ever made it was so good i love that movie i love the story uh pretty much everything about it that's another one I could watch on repeat I really like that movie
0: still haven't watched it that's a shame it is I I admit that one is too um next up for me one of my favorite comedies of all time Talladega Nights Ballad of Ricky Bobby Hmm. I think like that is so rewatchable it's so quotable that's how I judge comedies like what's quotable and I think I quote that movie probably more than I quote any other comedy
1: if I was going to side by side like Will Ferrell movies, mine would probably, I would not pick that one as my favorite. Like, I'd lean towards uh, Step Brothers or something like
0: that. Step Brothers is probably, was probably going to be the next one on my list, if I'm being honest.
1: Because Talladega Nights, to me, like, I know it's like satire of NASCAR, but, but I fucking so hate NASCAR so much that but I, like, that's why it's so couldn't funny. get past it. And I know, like, it was was It was fun. They're funny. doing it. Like, it's you funny.
0: can tell yeah. they're making fun of it. Right.
1: Like, I get it. Um, but it's like, God, I don't know. I, I thought Step Brothers was better. I, I'd, go, I'd lean that direction for sure.
0: Well, Step Brothers is the next one on my list, so I, you get to do two in a row now. So.
1: They're both on your list? Yeah. Oh, okay.
0: My last one, I'll, I'll give you a hint on my last one too. It's an animated movie.
1: Okay. I don't know. I don't really watch a lot of animated movies unless I'm watching them with uh, Carly because she watches a little bit more animated than I do. Uh, Probably not a ton, but a little bit more than I do. Um, Neither of us really do, though. But there are some really good animated movies out there, so I don't blame you for having some on the list. Anyway, next on my list is a comedy as well, so I'll go to that category, and that is Ted. I think when Ted first came out, I don't know if I've ever laughed harder in my life. Like I was fucking dying at that movie, and I've gone back and rewatched it, and like a few different times, and I you know like it's just. It's a really fucking good movie. Uh so I don't know, if you can watch that and not laugh, you
0: might have You might like the synapses in your
1: brain that control humor might be just
0: dead. You're a sociopath if you can watch that movie and not laugh. It's really fucking good. Like you have no It's so funny. Even just like there's so many parts of that movie that you could just like clip and just the clip itself is fucking hilarious. Like I saw a TikTok the other day. And out of nowhere, it's, like, one of the, the scenes where, like, it just, like, cuts, like, Ted's little fucking animated yeah. body just yeah, sprinting yeah. up to the court stand. It was yeah. It it just it was so fucking funny. It's Dude, so when good. they did the
1: opening scene and they were, like, or an Apache helicopter. And they're, like, the most badass, whatever the fuck they say. I was already laughing before that movie got into the real, yeah. like, concept of the film. That was fucking good.
0: I, I also think Ted 2 was just as good as Ted.
1: Yeah, I don't rewatch Ted two, and maybe that's just because I ha- like it doesn't stream places or like I don't you know and I don't. Yeah, own it's, it, I so. don't think
0: it is on a single like streaming. I think it's on like Amazon and you have to pay. It's like the three ninety nine to rent it or whatever. Yeah,
1: which I don't fucking pay to rent movies. I pay for enough subscriptions now for like streaming services that I'm not gonna fucking pay for an individual yeah. movie again, probably ever in my life, uh, unless I really have an itch that I need to scratch when it comes to watching something. Um, I feel like I'm gonna overlook some. Just I'm in the process of this. And there's like, I'm sure there's a shitload of honorable mentions, but I'll go next, which I admittedly didn't watch this movie until 2020. It was the first time I ever saw this compared to probably everybody else I watched it when it first came out, and that's John Wick. John, John Wick Winter is, is a good fucking movie. Yeah. The series itself is pretty fucking good, but the first one's far and away the best.
0: I think that's a very watchable movie. I don't think it would, I don't think it could make like even my top like. 15 favorite movies it's really fucking but good. it is very good
1: like if you want a pure action movie yeah you can't get any better yeah you really can't like it is non-stop throughout that yeah. movie and it was good it's plus keanu reeves is just america's awesome. fucking gem
0: for real he's what we all strive to be
1: still haven't seen i'm gonna talk i'm assuming that's like real time so he's talking about john wick and if you haven't you need to it's probably streaming places if i had to guess um it's gone back and forth on a bunch of different streaming services, but I don't know if it's anywhere right now.
0: It is. Sh- doesn't look like it's streaming anywhere, actually.
1: You don't need to deep dive into the rest of the series, but I would at least watch the first one.
0: Um, last up for me, so this is going to be my most controversial one. Um, but, yeah, it's only paid streaming for John Wick everywhere. So if you want to spend three ninety nine to to stream it, you can watch on YouTube or Amazon Prime or Google Play or Apple TV or Vudu, um, basically everywhere hot take best disney movie of all time and in my top five favorite movies of all time is frozen oh specifically frozen two because frozen two is better than frozen one and i had an argument about this on twitter the other day and i want everybody to know you're a bunch of idiots frozen's the best disney movie (laughs) that's it that's all i have to say about it it's fucking phenomenal i've seen it great
1: i saw it um maybe that first year it was out like when it went on to like DVD or whatever. Yeah. And I haven't watched it since then and I, I never will.
0: When Frozen 2 came out, Jess and I saw it in theaters five times. That's how much we loved it. That's a little embarrassing. You might want to keep that fact to yourself. I, no, I we saw it five times. That's a little embarrassing. I've never five seen a times. movie five
1: times in theaters in my life. Well. And Frozen 2 would definitely not be we it. We
0: have a movie theater around us where tickets are fucking $5 on Tuesdays, okay?
1: I still wouldn't spend $25 watching Frozen 2 per person. $50 watching Frozen 2.
0: So t- at least two of them, we have a reasonable explanation. We saw it, and then her siblings wanted to see it, so we went and saw it with them. And then, Carly agrees with you, at least. Yeah, Carly's got it right. Frozen 2 is so fucking good. It's an amazing movie, and everybody should watch it, especially hmm. you, Kyle.
1: I've, I've seen it, I think. You should watch it again. You should watch it tomorrow night. I just don't really watch animated movies. That being said, I did for, like finally just like tell myself I was gonna sit down and watch Lightyear the other day, and I tweeted about it because that movie was really fucking good too. Yeah, not on my good. list, but like a lot of people shit on that movie for like the one scene that like was controversial, the fucking right wing nonsense, but it was like a really fucking good movie. Yeah. Um, it's... I finally just looked it up by the way, and I figured out what that movie was that I hated so much, and it's Ad Astra with uh, um.
0: I, mean, I haven't seen it.
1: God damn it. I'm staring at his face because I looked it up and I can't think of his fucking name. Brad Pitt. Um, I I was like, there's no way I could hate this movie. It's like good actors. I fucking hated that movie because there's some like super like read between the lines meanings that you're supposed to pull out of it when you're watching. And I did not do that. Okay. Anyway, my last movie on my list, because I wouldn't be a true fan if I didn't include this in some way, shape or form. And I had to be very particular about which one I picked because it's a series of movies and I wasn't going to say the series because that's cheating. I don't think it's cheating. It's a hundred percent cheating. You well, can't. A series is not a single movie. Like, and this is about single movies, right?
0: It is your topic, so I guess you get to you get to call that.
1: And so I went with Harry Potter, and the Goblet of Fire, which apparently is controversial. And I didn't realize that until really? more recently. But a lot of people really don't like the Goblet of Fire, um, as opposed to some of the other movies. And I've heard some people like talk about how number two, um, Chamber of Secrets, is their favorite. And I fucking hate that movie. Yeah. I, um, I
0: got to agree with you there. That's not my favorite. So I don't
1: I don't really get it. Um I think but Deathly I picked pick number 4. My favorite. So which part? Part 1. I fucking hate part 1. Well, Deathly Hollow's part 2 is so much better.
0: They're both good. I just think I don't know. I like the build up, so I like part 1 a little bit. more. It's such a
1: slow build up though. It's like watching the Lord of the though. Rings movie for I the first like that. hour. It's it's too much for I me. Like it. it's too much of a wait. Um but yeah, uh, I went with number 4. That's the last on my list. And I could, uh, like, we could go on and on about this all day, but.
0: So I think uh, for the worst movie, real quick, before we hop into my topic, I have two answers to this. Okay. And I think both are acceptable. The first worst movie is The Book of Eli.
1: Never saw it, maybe I did.
0: It's a, it's, a, it's a good movie, but the end of it, he's basically like, long story short, apocalypse scenario. He's got a version of the Bible that everybody wants. You get to the end of the fucking movie after this dude just been like murdering people and like doing all this shit the entire time. Turns out he's fucking blind. <laughs> this dude is like bodying I I people. Haven't seen that movie. Like it's yeah, it's yeah. just the worst fucking like gotcha at the end of the movie and I hate it yeah. so much and it completely kills me from ever rewatching that movie. I have I seen it straight before. Up, I will straight up never watch it again. The other worst movie uh, for me. It's a very very hot take, but I just think it's a piece of cinematic garbage and i hate it it's titanic i think titanic is the dumbest fucking movie and i think it's so overrated and that's going to get me canceled in some way shape or form but titanic sucks I'm i don't sorry think the movie
1: sucks like but i do think it is way overrated
0: it's at minimum the most overrated movie of all time at bet or at best it's the most overrated movie of all time at worst it's the biggest piece of trash that's ever been made i'd well, rather watch velocipaster than watch <laughs> titanic again
1: Uh, well, and you know, part of that is just because like, for some reason, it's still like one of the most talked about movies of all time. I feel like people like reference the Titanic a lot and it's not, it's not a cinematic masterpiece in my opinion, but like the story's good. It's a good story. It's It's just not the greatest movie of all time.
0: Poor guy meets rich girl. They fall in love. He dies. Like that's a thousand fucking movies. (laughs) It's a thousand movies. Yeah.
1: I don't know. But at the time it was probably, that's uh, Aladdin.
0: That's fucking basically. I don't know. That's like the people. Maybe my comparison there is like the people who say that Harry Potter is just Star Wars with shitty lightsabers. But kind of. True. Who would
1: win, Harry Potter or Star Wars in a fight? Star Wars. You think so? Yeah. I don't know if I, I do.
0: I think the Force beats magic.
1: Maybe, but there's like very few people that can like control the Force. If you talk about movie to movie, right? Like if you don't, if you've never read any of the Star Wars books or like comics or anything like that, and you talk purely movie to movie, there's very few people that have like long distance powers with in Star Wars movies. It's like Vader and um, Palpatine and that might be it from like an, an offensive standpoint. Like not very many people are like able to project power in the movies over a distance. And in Harry Potter, it's just like, I don't know what the limit of distance is for a wand, but it's pretty fucking far. Like As
0: far, but like.
1: So I could just like kill and curse from over here, and you're like Luke, and I'm like, not going to throw your lightsaber at me? I don't fucking know, bro. Like, dead.
0: Maybe, but. It'd be an I interesting fight. I, it would be an interesting fight. But yeah.
1: I'm trying time. to think of what my worst movie ever would be, and it's probably either Cloud Atlas or Ad Astra.
0: I don't think I've seen either of them, if I'm being 100% honest with you.
1: Cloud Atlas, it took me three sittings to get through. I watched like the first third of it, fell asleep. Second third of it, fell asleep. Finally finished it, didn't understand it. It's a um... whatever that guy's name. <laughs> I can't think of actors' names tonight.
0: You're struggling with the actor names. I usually
1: do. That's not unnormal for me.
0: That's fine. It happens.
1: You know what? One of the worst movies, like ratings wise, is uh, Tom Hanks. There we go. Um, his like one where he like lives in the airport. That movie is like has terrible ratings, and I love that movie.
0: There's so many of those movies though that like critics hate it. Like, uh, have you ever seen Warrior? Uh, Tom Hardy, know. Joel Edgelson, I think. Is it is a, like a fighting actor? movie? Yeah, it's like MMA. Two brothers. Yeah. I think I've seen it once. Yeah. yeah. I don't, I don't like remember it movie, being bad. That movie gets some of the worst fucking reviews of like. Any movie that came out in its time, and I—that is super. Re- that was like that's a an honorable mention for me. Like that could easily be on my list.
1: It's funny because I'm, I try to just look up like what are the worst ranked movies of all time, and I would say a good chunk of them are like the parody movies, like, yeah. uh, Scary Movie Four and like, um, yeah,
0: like they're supposed to be shit, shit
1: like that. Yeah, but like they're bad on purpose, but they're still supposed to be funny, and some of them aren't funny and they're bad on purpose, which makes them just really fucking bad. Anyway, that's all I got. That's my topic. Took up plenty of time with that one. So on to you for the next one.
0: I want to know, what are some nostalgic things for you that just do not stand up? Like, in 2022, they are not what you remember them being. Uh, Number one for me is super easy. It's Lunchables. Lunchables do not stand up as an adult. You eat this, and you're like, I would have rather just gone to McDonald's, gotten a McChicken, small fry... Large Diet Coke, three ninety nine, same price.
1: We kind of talked about this in, in a topic previously. We have. Very recently. Um, and th- that was like things that like, it was one of my topics, things that were like good as a kid that aren't now or something like that. How, I can't remember exactly how I did that, but um, anyway, it doesn't matter. <laughs> I love how Uncle Kyle switched to Twitch now. I know, so he, he
0: hopped off YouTube onto Twitch.
1: Um, okay, yeah, but Judge if we're going to go down, just
0: Roger Maris.
1: like things that are, Bad now that we thought like we would feel nostalgia. Okay, so I went and had one of those barrels of juice. Jugs. Do you remember, like jug of yeah. juice or
0: Hugs Hugs is what they're called. Technically. I think
1: Hugs is a brand name. Yeah, but it's but like yeah, jug little, of juice the or whatever. Barrel, fuck yeah. Anyway, Terrible. those things are fucking gross. They just taste like chemical water. Pretty I want
0: to I want to say on this too. It doesn't have to necessarily be something from a kid. It can just be something that like maybe something that you've tried recently or semi recently that doesn't like isn't as good as you remember it being yeah one for me is miller light
1: okay that's kind of weird
0: i think i figured this out and one of my friends i think my friend alina i think she put this best there's nothing more refreshing than a good miller light but a bad miller light might be the worst beer that you ever drink and like the difference between the two is like one degree temperature wise like, when you've had your Miller Lite in the can or in the bottle in the cup a little bit too long, suddenly yeah. it's shit. It's so shit.
1: I do disagree with you about Lunchables, by the way. I think Lunchables do stand the test of time. They do not. You're I don't right. love them as much yeah. as Carly does. Carly would probably fist fight you over this. I'm, I'm surprised she's not in the chat already. I am.
0: I'm, I know that. I know. I, oh, here we go. SpaghettiOs were bomb as a kid, and they taste like... Agreed. Jess. Even recently Semi had that transition. She used to get uh beefaroni, which I can like compare that to spaghettios. She used to get that like even when we started dating, and then she went like two years without eating it and then like tried it again and she was like, This is fucking disgusting.
1: It is I mean, conceptually it's just fucking gross.
0: That's that actually makes me think of another one. Kraft Mac and Cheese. Kraft Mac and Cheese sucks. (sighs) You're wrong. It sucks.
1: You're actually wrong about that one. It sucks. You're wrong.
0: It's not good.
1: It's funny because when I I grew up, a Kraft mac and cheese kid, and then you know the hype was all around shells and cheese, when that came out from Velveeta, and And now I would almost say that that doesn't stand the test of time. I think Velveeta cheese is kind of fucking disgusting, frankly. It is. It don't care when it's mixed with things or like in the right recipe, it tastes just fine. Um, Yeah. But I think if you have just melted Velveeta on pasta, like it, it is not nearly as good to me as I, I used to think it was.
0: Uh, I'm gonna disagree with you. Carly says she is gonna fight me next time uh, over cheese pizza lunchables. Those are arguably the worst ones. I'm sorry.
1: Yeah, she she does love a, a pizza lunchable for sure.
0: And then Uncle Kyle. I'll, apparently, I'm just that's probably on the the Kraft mac and cheese train right there. But it's it's just not just not it. Just... It's
1: it's a little bit cheating of me because the only lunchable that I ever really had as a kid was the nachos and cheese. Yeah. And you can't really fuck that up. So like yeah. I still love that shit. That was probably are like fine. the
0: one that I would still enjoy.
1: For whatever reason, their nacho cheese was just really fucking good. Like whatever solid. that, whatever the cheese velveeta. was. That they it's not fucking velveeta. <laughs> I can promise you that.
0: Um one thing, another thing that doesn't stand up for me, this is more like a piece of media, South Park. South Park's I tr- good stuff. I, I tried to like watch it again and I was just like, I thought this was fucking hilarious when I was thirteen, and now I'm just like like I still enjoy The Simpsons, I still enjoy Family Guy. Still enjoy a lot of like the similar style of shows. Like I like Rick and Morty. Yeah. Um, I like um, what's the other one that's from the same creators? Outer, Outer Bands or Outer Bends, something like that. I actually uh,
1: almost like most of those shows more as an adult because I understand the political references that they throw out there.
0: I understand it more, but just like watching South Park, I just I don't laugh like I used to, and I, I so I just think it doesn't stand up as well as some other other shows do.
1: Yeah, there's like. There's certain aspects of any of those, like, cartoon humor shows that don't really stand up. But I think for the most part, they do some of the most, like, honest satire, like, yeah, that, ever. I, and I think I, it can be them, really fucking funny.
0: I give them credit for that. And, like, there's some things about South Park that I notice now that, like, do you know, like, almost every episode of South Park has an alien in it at some point?
1: Um, that might be a little bit of an old reference, because I don't think that's true anymore. Maybe not. I think anymore. it was like in the original few seasons that was like a very common. Uh she's gonna make fun of me for this, but and I almost if brought I this haven't... up as a topic. But there's like I feel like there's like that one nostalgia show that you have to watch like once every ten years or so, yeah, like ten. 100%. And I like Yu-Gi-Oh! is always streaming, and so if I want like a random ass shitty show to watch to get me to sleep, I think, by the way, since she brought it up, I think Yu Gi Oh might be the worst written show of all time. I think what they wanted to do is they wanted to figure out how to get people to buy the cards and get people to understand how to play the game, right? So the show is literally just how to play the game. Yeah. Like, this is like an animated version of teaching kids how to play a card game. And the writing, which is dubbed, by the way, so fair enough, but it is some of the worst fucking writing in history. It is so, so bad. And so you watch that show and it's almost brutal to watch, but at the same time, you're like, the story's okay. So I still... I'm Once not gonna lie.
0: If I had a bunch of Yu-Gi-Oh cards right here right now, I would live play stream play Yu-Gi-Oh. Uh, 1, fuck thousand yeah, percent. one thousand yeah. percent. that was arguably the most fun Pokemon.
1: I enjoyed Yu-Gi-Oh more than Pokemon.
0: Agreed. It Very felt like the
1: more agreed. adult version.
0: Yeah, and then a little, little less cartoony. But I think that's too much.
1: I never got there. I never got to Magic the Gathering, and so I can't speak on that. I, I, I just don't know anything about it.
0: Um, but also, I wasn't admit,
1: that, like, a really complicated game? Like, isn't there, like, some pretty fucking intense aspects to that as a card game?
0: Yeah, and I know that there's a card that's worth, like, $800,000 that Post Malone bought. I don't know.
1: <sighs> Shit. What's I, his fucking nuts? Um, one of the Paul brothers. Logan Paul. Bought that the, fucking, like, million-dollar Pokemon card. card. Yeah. Didn't, they, like, they found out it was fake?
0: <laughs> I don't think... Th- I don't know. There was some controversy. There was, like, some
1: video out point. there about him buying, like, a... Bo- oh, no. Oh, no. I remember the controversy was that people thought that he faked getting a bunch of fake cards in order to promote NFTs.
0: Hmm.
1: Like at the time they were thinking that like, he was like, see, see how easy it is to fake media, but NFTs aren't fake. Like, I'm pretty sure that was a part of the big NFT Uh, push, which I've never been in on NFTs. If you didn't, if you couldn't tell, um, I've got a
0: few, but I don't care about them.
1: I'm trying to think of other things like nostalgia wise. Um, I think one of the biggest for me, and this is kind of blasphemy for even me, uh, I don't really like sour gummy worms anymore. Yeah. But I think in general, as I've grown up, I've lost my, like, taste for sour things in general.
0: I definitely, I think I like sour stuff more, but I realize that sour gummy worms really aren't that sour. And I think that's why I don't like them.
1: I just, like, sour Skittles and trolley sour gummy worms and all that shit was my jam when I was a kid. I still like sour Skittles. I don't. I really, shout really out, don't. Like, I would rather out. have Haribos than sour gummy worms. Shout out
0: Max Tunings brand, Sour Strips. Best sour candy on the market.
1: You put this out there all the time, but I feel like it is an expensive candy that you just demolished in that, like five fucking it's seconds. It's not
0: that expensive. Like, I'd rather not. pay a little bit more for a better quality candy. I don't think that's too much to ask.
1: I don't know. I'm not with you on that personally. I don't know. Yeah. I don't know any, anything else. Um, that's the hard part about not doing prepared topics because like i'm sure i could figure some things out that like oh 100 percent some flashback shits from (laughs) shit from childhood that i that i don't think stands the test of time but i think a lot of uh, just for
0: me it's a lot of childhood snacks like a lot of the little debbie snacks don't really hold up
1: yeah i'd say that's true for most it's like the junk food man because when you're a kid like Anything with sugar is just delicious.
0: Anything sugary, anything salty, you're like, give me all of it. Yeah. And and now as an adult, you're like, oh, no.
1: I'm sure there's some, like, good explanation for why that is, you know, in your biology. I'm just not smart enough to know what the answer is to that. But, yeah, you definitely, like... Well,
0: I know our taste buds change every seven years.
1: Yeah. Even though, like, I think it's probably a really common change that people kind of lose the taste for some of those, like like, intensely garbage foods when you get a little older. Not that I don't eat, like, shit, because I do. Like, I truly like shit food. Yeah. But a lot of the really shit foods, you kind of lose, like, sugary, like, jug of juice, like I was talking about. Like, those things are fucking disgusting.
0: There's zero sugar.
1: Artificial, full of fake sugar, bullshit, disgusting. You know what I mean? Like, it's... That being said, there's a few, like... Little Debbie styles that do hold the test of time, and one of the most underrated ones of all time is Star
0: Crunch. Star Crunch are the goat. They're so fucking good. They stand up. Nutty they bars f- do too, but that's they fully stand up. Uncle Kyle says it's ease of access. He also said that Coolio died tonight. R.I.P. Coolio.
1: I I thought he was like referencing like something that was kind of a joke based on what he was saying earlier about some the whatever the fu- I don't know. Anyway, I didn't realize he was serious, but yeah, that's that's sad. Ease of access is correct, though, too. Like, yeah. when you're, when you are poor, especially, it is a lot easier to buy a bunch of garbage than it is to buy a bunch of healthy shit, and I've seen people try to debunk that plenty of times, and I truly do not fucking agree with that. Like, you, people are like, it's just as cheap to eat healthy. No, it's not. It is. It's not. If you want, if you're gonna have your diet entirely just fruits and vegetables, could you do it at the same price as junk food, probably
0: right now, because prices are inflated, it is harder, but for the longest time, chicken breast was a dollar ninety nine a pound nobody's eating unless you're me you're not eating a pound of meat in a meal. If you eat a half pound of chicken and some rice, you bought thirty pounds of rice for ten bucks. Your meal's a dollar forty
1: yeah, that's true, but like you're talking about eating.
0: You also we we've, we've gone over this on an episode where you have like the time aspect of it too. Yes. Where like you have to spend time, which is time is money. Yes. You have to spend time cooking. You have to spend yes. time meal prepping, whatever that may be. Yes. But just off of pure cost, it is cheaper to eat healthy foods. Healthy foods. Maybe. There's a cheap know. way to do everything. Let's be honest here.
1: Hellofresh. <laughs> Hellofresh always has good pots. They do. Not a uh, fucking. Not a
0: sponsorship, but if you want to, HelloFresh, hit us up, I'll take some free I actually would
1: take that sponsorship, to be completely honest. I wouldn't take many, but that one I would because I actually do think that their products are really good.
0: I'll get sponsored by food, I'll get sponsored by beer, I'll get sponsored by anything if I believe in your products. If you have a product that you think is worth us reviewing slash sponsoring us, let us know.
1: I think their ingredients are like kind of, you know, getting a little worse over time. But that happens with any company. They start maximizing profit and they can just turn and burn a bunch of bullshit and that when you get too many subscribers to anything it gets a lot harder to maintain you know the cost of like right. bulk shit like that so definitely anyway i can't think of anything else off the top of my head so
0: well i picked that one push pops. a little bit of a shorter agreed i picked that one to be a little bit of a shorter topic and it still took a little bit longer so Kyle what do you got for us
1: it's okay i'm a good rambler
0: what do you want you can how about uh, how do you rank your your first beer
1: i'm not done but here's the sad part about it I think it's really good but i didn't want to like spoil the topic by or spoil my review by spoiling and combining it with your topic but i think it's almost too sugary
0: mm.
1: like i think the taste is really good but the more i drink this the more i'm like "Ooh, this might give me gut rye if i had more than one like it's a little just too sweet Aren't so i'm gonna know? give it a 225
0: i feel like that's i feel like that's downgrading too hard. I feel like you like the taste of that too much. I do like the taste of this, it's good. I don't think you have to rate off of drinkability. I think off of your one experience of this beer, I think that's what you rate off of. That's
1: that's a part of it though, like your drinkability is a huge part of a review for a beer. Because if you're gonna go order this at a restaurant, like, you couldn't do it before food. You gotta have some shit in your tum tum for this. Make you sick.
0: Yeah, but also like, if I'm getting it, I'm not, I never get the same beer, like unless I'm drinking Coors Light, Miller Light, Bud Light, like those tier beers, like if I'm drinking craft beer, I never get the same one twice. I'm always trying something new. So for me, like even if I drink it once and I'm like, that was really sugary or really sweet. I couldn't have another one of those, but I still really enjoyed what it was. Like, I think that's, I think you can rate highly off of that still. I, Every beer has to be a, a Bud Light next where you can drink 12 of them and not think twice. It's not even
1: about drinking 12. It's about being able to drink through an entire one without feeling sick. And I think if you drank one full one of these, you'd probably, without food in your stomach, you'd probably want to throw up. It's like that sugary. Like, Is there a breakdown of sugars in this? Probably not. No, there isn't on most beer. There's got to be a fuckload of sugar in this. Well, it's good, though. I mean, it's a good flavor. Profile, but yeah, 225. Sticking with it.
0: Well, I'm gonna give mine, uh, it, this lived up to the hype. This one was not too sweet. I think you would thoroughly enjoy this one, which I do believe they are distributing nationwide. So consider going out of your way to maybe trying to find this. We can always look it up online and see where they distribute to. Um, I'm gonna give this a 3.75. It's a very good beer. Okay. Which is That's why I hate this scale though. Like in the threes seem like it sucks, but if you were to do that on a 10 scale, it's a 7.5. That's like a really solid score.
1: Yeah, you just gotta kind of wrap your brain around what we're doing now, which is different. It, it that being said, speaking of what we're doing now, if you didn't know and you're watching right now, we rate all of our beers on Untapped. Jake and I are both there, and you can find both of our profiles in our Linktree on any of our social media, which you can also, if you're watching right now, which anybody that's listening at this very moment is wa- watching, uh, you can uh, go to Twitter or Instagram and find our Linktree there. Anyway, Anyways. that's the rank.
0: My second beer.
1: I'm not done with mine, so you it can is go ahead. The- but.
0: Uh, because tomorrow is National Coffee Day I figured I'd stick with that theme So I am going with the Pumpkin Nitro Imperial Pumpkin Ale Which is mixed with cold brew coffee from Southern Tier Brewing I am cheating because I've had this on the podcast before yeah. But a- but apparently they change their coffee supplier every single year So this one could taste different Are you
1: I've 100% been. sure that it's a different supplier than what you had last?
0: Nope
1: Because that would make a huge difference on whether it's worth trying again or not Obviously. Uh, I can tell you just from pouring
0: it; it's a different color than it was last year because it was very stout-colored last year, and it is.
1: I'm surprised you remember that.
0: It's I watched the episode not too long ago to confirm. Did you? Yeah. Why? Just because I wanted to see how I rated it last time. Okay. I, I gave it a very high rating last time, admittedly. Um, uh, but it was okay. very—it was much more stouty. This is very more like, kind of like an amber, like a little bit of a lighter amber. Okay. I can just, this is, so you can see, it's not too yeah, far yeah. colored off of what you had. You could find this beer, too. They distribute nationwide. You should find this beer, actually. I've seen it. You should get it.
1: I it's feel funny. like I've already had it. Well, you should have it. Maybe I podcast. haven't. Maybe it's because you've had it that I thought I had it.
0: I think that's what it is. When I saw it, I it in the store. don't think you've had it. It's could be so wrong. good.
1: Anyway, I- we don't have a ton of time, so I'm going to get started with my next topic, which is... What was the worst phase of your life, and what was or is the best phase of your life?
0: Define wor- like worst.
1: However you want to interpret that. You're gonna give your explanation.
0: Um, okay, um, mine's gonna be, Is when I was like 13, 14, 15, like that kind of age range. I just didn't know who I was, and I think if I expand on that a little bit, like I was, that was my emo phase. Like, I I would argue I'm still kind of in my emo phase. I'm a 27-year-old with the man bun. Um, Still listen to heavy. I was listening to heavy music before I started this podcast. I still will always listen to heavy music. Um, But that's when I, like, first really got into it, and I very went, like, heavily into being, like, a scene kid. Like, I was wearing, like, super tight jeans, wearing band tees, wearing black, wearing, like, skate shoes, bigger shoes. Like, just that phase of my life. But I was also a time in my life where, like, I lost a lot of family members and I don't know. It was just a really hard time for me. Like that was probably when the, like I got bullied when I was younger too. And that's probably when the bullying was the worst, you know, as it is for probably a lot of people that transitioned from middle school into high school, especially like for us because we were, we had four elementary schools that filtered into one middle school. And so it was just like, it was so clicky there were so yeah, many groups of we had friends. the same concept it wasn't
1: maybe as many but multiple yeah. middle schools converging
0: but that led to it being like super clicky and then it was like oh the athletes were all friends and i was an athlete but i didn't get along with a lot of athletes so like i ended up being friends with more of like the quote-unquote outcasts sure which made me like people didn't view me as an athlete they viewed me as an outcast so i got bullied as a result of it sure and there was like just some very like outlandish rumors that were started and i don't know i think the bullying during that time like really fucked me up like it really put me in a bad spot and that's when i stopped caring about school as much like i was i wasn't like an honor student like skipping grades skipping classes like when i say skipping classes like they were like you are you know everything you need to know in this class there's no point in you taking it we're gonna put you in the next class up yeah like that's when i was probably my best and as a like a student and that time just really fucked me up. And I don't think it took me probably until I was an adult to like really recover from that.
1: Yeah. That's fair. I think all around, that's pretty fair. And I don't think mine's all too different, but that being said, that's still not my worst phase. My worst phase by a landslide has to be by a landslide was fucking elementary school. Because I think that like, I look back and I forget about it all, but I, I was at my mom's house um from ap- during my brother's wedding when I was there back home and she had like my memories book that I ended up bringing mm-hmm. most of it back with me here to keep so I could kind of free up some space in her place but um my elementary school days were the cringiest shit of my life like the yeah. way that I dressed the way that like I was I'm sure wow. acting like trying to be cool I was also Um, So I have a September birthday, which means that you can usually typically in most states, like there's like that September deadline for registering for school. And if you're not like four or five or whatever by X date, like you have to wait for another year. But I was like right at that line where my parents could either send me to school early or wait another year. My parents sent me to school early. So I was like the fucking smallest kid. I always
0: I was the same way because like for our school district, the cutoff was typically May 15th. I'm May 20th, and so, like, they made an exception for me to start school earlier. So, I was in the same boat as you for a lot of that time.
1: I was always the youngest in my grade. Same. The smallest, and, like, always trying, I think, a little too hard to, like, fit in. Yeah, same. And so, like, I look back at those pictures, and also, I got glasses for the first time when I was in elementary school. And let me tell you, when you're broke, and you're in, like, 2000 and whatever the fuck year that was early 2000s glasses were still not cool and sometimes they kind of are now like people wear fake glasses because they're like cool or whatever at the time there's a lot of wire frames a lot of wire frames a lot of silver glasses and a lot of gold glasses and the first pair of glasses that i ever had was they were like stop signs (laughs) like elongated like they were the fucking ugliest shit that and i'm sure i could find a picture somewhere and and, uh show that on twitter or something like that not that i really want that on the internet but um it was bad and so like just the number of things that accumulated into like just the fucking most awkward phase of my life happened by far in elementary school and there were like sprinkles of that like in high school and everything like that too and like just being kind of like hanging out with the outcasts like you were calling it like i did the same thing right i wasn't an athlete but I wasn't, like, a, like uh, hanging out with, like, the preppy kids or what, how, however you want to right. categorize kids. Like, I didn't really have, like, a clique. And yeah. so, like, I was kind of friends with everybody. But, like, the kids that I hung out with the most were kind of, like, your outcasts or whatever you want to call that, too. So, um, yeah, it was, I had, obviously, some, some oddities, even in high school. But elementary school had to have been the worst. I, Dude, like. If you look back, if you think about like the worst graphic tees you could possibly think about in yeah. at Kohl's in the early two thousands, that's what I was yeah. fucking wearing.
0: Bro, awful. Same. You and you and I had the same elementary school, awful. like phases. I just think we view them differently. Like looking back on it, like yeah, that all sucks. But like at least for me, like everybody was kind of like that. At least in my area. Like, nah. I. Nah. I, I had I definitely had more friends in elementary school and got along with more kids during that phase of my life than I did during the phase that I said was my worst. Like
1: I was okay uh, with that though. Like I got along with everybody in elementary school but like going to middle school, high school I got closer friends. Like I got yeah. better friends in those years that were just it was a smaller group of people. You know what I mean? Like I still got along with most people in my like middle school, high school years but I, I had like an established friend group. Where I was like closer with like a small in, like group of individuals and I, and I enjoyed that better and I still do to this day. I think it's better to have like a small group of really good friends than be friends with everybody personally. See,
0: see like I don't think I've had an established group of friends. Like obviously like you you and Dane like were kind of an established group of friends. But before that I like Dane was my friend. Like right. that's really all that I claimed. Like
1: Yeah. It is a little weird when you and we could probably have a whole topic on this at some point in time, but I think it's weird. Carly, right, for example, she has friends that she's been friends with for fucking almost her whole life. I have never had that do I yeah. am i do I still get along with some of those people that I was friends with then? Yeah, sure, but do we keep in touch? no, not not at all.
0: yeah. if I see like anybody from high school, like I can go up to them, say hi, have a beer with them, and it's cool, but like, yeah i I just don't have those like
1: like the friends that have carried since you yeah. elementary middle school yeah i don't like my, i don't really either
0: i think i i mean most of my best friends grow like through elementary school middle school by my sophomore year in high school i don't even know if i'd call them friends at that point sure the the one friend that was friends up until that point like me and him we still like talk every once in a while like congratulate each other yeah. when good stuff happens in our life but like happy birthday when
1: it pops up on facebook yeah but, like <laughs> we haven't
0: hung out since we were 18 like most right. of my friends yeah. are like that the few yeah. friends that i have like stayed in touch with through high, like after high school, it was just like, we just kind of happened to like through another friend, we just happened to like reconnect sure. briefly. Yeah. Um,
1: Again, we could probably do a whole topic on yeah, this and we are 100%. really running out of time. So what's your best phase?
0: We are my best phase. Um, I'm going to say right now, honestly. Yeah. Like I just think I'm, I know who I am now and I'm fine with who I am. And I, I've for the most part stopped caring what other people think. And sure. I'm just, I'm just going to enjoy what I enjoy. I'm going to live my life the way I want to live it. And everything I do now is for me and my family. Yeah. Which I don't think I could ever say that for any other part sure. in my life.
1: I think this one's a little tough because not, I truly, truly, really appreciate where, that I, where I am right now. And everything that's going for me, everything's nice. That being said, like being an adult in an adult routine isn't necessarily the best place that I've ever been in my life. Like yeah, there is I, some redundancy and boringness to being an adult that wasn't true at earlier phases. And so I can honestly say that I think when Carly and I first met, we might have been in the best phase of our life because makes sense. we were much more carefree in our living. And we were having a lot more just like, you don't, not everything was so serious, right? Like I was still in school um, and I took that seriously, but I didn't have nearly as much responsibility as I do now. I didn't have as many bills, like I didn't, yeah. you know, like I didn't have all of the weights and, you know, requirements of being an adult and so we partied a lot, we hung out with friends all the time, yeah. like we were.
0: You can have fun and you don't have to think like, what am I giving up to have this fun? Yeah. Which like, I, think, I think as an adult we do that. We're like, what what am I yeah. giving up to do sure. this other activity?
1: Yeah, yeah. That and like, if I just think about like the context of, of like early college living, right? Like you, usually you had roommates, so you're like, you have a, like, like I said, you have a, a close kind of group, you know, a friends that you're hanging out with all the time. And then I could walk over to like Carly's house where she was living at the time and hang out with her and her roommates and we could have a great time. And so your const like the social aspect of that right. was like huge. Um, and you definitely, definitely lose that as you start going into an adult life and you start moving around, especially like when you lo- leave the hometown, which mm-hmm. I still hundred percent, you need to do it. Yeah. I advocate, advocate for that completely. But that being said, um, you lose some things that go along with that. So, I think it's a hard split between then and now because again i i am i'm super happy where i am right now that being said there was a right. carefree lifestyle that we were yeah. able to have together at that time when we first met that was uh i can truly appreciate what we were able to do at the time and like looking back i'm like man we had a lot of fucking fun yeah a lot of fun so probably a time between the two I
0: definitely that being
1: said that. i think maybe like i look forward to like most is retirement I think that might be the best phase of my life 100 because then i'm an adult that has money and i can be carefree like yeah retirement has to be one of the best it's depending on when you retire like if you have to wait until you're like 68 70 to retire that sucks i'm sorry but if you can retire in like your 50s yeah. i feel like there's so much life left like that has to be one of the best phases of your life
0: oh 100 has to be 100 percent i anyway. agree
1: What's your final topic so we can get through the last
0: bit? Uh, I'm trying to think of a quick topic off the top of my head. I know I have some. Um so what are what are some things that you think more people need to truly appreciate in their life?
1: Um or
0: l- let me like let me actually rephrase this question to a different topic that I think is going to be a little bit quicker. What are some things that you think people need to add to their life that they can truly appreciate?
1: Oh uh, okay.
0: I got one. First, go here's and maybe this sets you off on a path. Good cookware. There's just something about ha- like knowing that yeah. if I want to go smoke wings, I can do that. If I want to have a grilled cheeseburger, I can do that. If I want to have a smash burger, I've got a flat top. I don't have a flat top yet. But I'm gonna have one soon. That can do that. If I, I've got a good pan that I can cook out of, I don't like cleaning it is super easy. I've got knives that fucking work. Yeah, like when you're when you're in college, you're like, give me the fifteen ninety nine set of knives at, at Target. I'm kind of still you, like that. You grow up, you get the two hundred dollar set gifted to you for your wedding, and you're like, damn, this shit now. cuts easy.
1: Uh, I have a Fiesta knife set. They're pretty nice, but they weren't that expensive either. Uh, yeah, no, I'm, I'm not really like that when it comes to cookware. I don't like cooking. Um, that's a tough one because. I think most of the things that I like have in my life now. Maybe I take them for granted. I don't know, but I feel like I can get rid of most of them and be completely fine.
0: But what are those things that you could not, you, like? You couldn't get rid of.
1: That's that's what's hard about this. Is like, could I get rid of my big screen TV? Hundred percent. Like I don't fucking need it. Do I even use it that often? Yes and no. It depends. But could I have like a shittier computer? Hundred percent. You know what I mean? Like no, there's couldn't. most. Of the, I hundred percent. You, 100% you
0: no, you could not. I could. My brother I could. in Christ, in the <laughs> year could. of our Lord, 2022. <laughs> I could. You I really couldn't. Could. No, you couldn't. I could. And that being said, I still think about upgrades. You sometimes. bitched for six months straight about how your graphics were messed internet. up on Warzone. But that was
1: user error, so I can't complain about that. But because I had still, a setting that was wrong.
0: Be, but you had worse graphics, and if you quality had internet computer, might be you, the one thing that I couldn't go with. Yes. I Truly. Absolutely. I one of my coworkers today told me that she like finally upgraded from DSL. Oh. And I was like.
1: Carly's right. She hit the nail on the head, dude. Sorry, go ahead.
0: Yeah, she upgraded finally from DSL to fiber. And I was like, yeah, no shit, you can do your job a lot quicker now. Yeah. Like, you were on the fucking oldest internet, probably still commercially available. Yeah and you upgraded to a thousand slow internet makes me
1: want to rip my fucking hair out. So that is one thing that I have to have. And it doesn't need to be fiber. It doesn't need to be the best in the world. But if you don't have 50 meg plus internet, you're fucking wrong. Like in this day and age, which like the United States government is actively seeking to make it so you can't get lower than that. Like they are actively trying to make people's internet better. That being said, Carly said it in the chat and uh, Jake put it up there for a second, but a quality mattress is something that goes so underappreciated no, no, no. in
0: life. Not a quality mattress, a good ass mattress. She
1: did say a good ass mattress. I I just said quality, but yes, a good ass mattress is required. Carly and I finally we made the sprint cuz her and I got one of those box like uh, boxed foam mattresses. Yeah. Um on sale one time and we're like, "Oh yeah, this is going to be great. It's going to be so soft. We're going to love it." And it was solid as a fucking rock and I hated it. Um but we slept on that thing for almost fucking 2 years. It might have been longer than that. I don't remember. We had that thing for fucking ever. It was miserable and finally i said maybe she said i don't want to take credit for it because i have a tendency to do that um i can't remember whose idea it was but one of us was like we need to get a fucking better mattress and we went to the mattress firm down the street and we laid on like every fucking mattress in there and originally we were looking at like Pedics, because like the rave about Pedic is like
0: they're not that
1: everybody claims they're great And they were fine like we didn't have a problem with them. We were like, oh, this is kinda nice. Like we could do this. And then we went and we laid on the Sealy hyper plush, whatever the fuck it's called. Yeah. And we were like, Oh my, my god. god. This is it. Yeah. And we bought it and we love it. We have loved it ever since. Like it is it is and you know, there's a million statistics out there too about how much of your life you spent sleeping and blah, blah 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 blah. Like health of right. sleeping, how it affects your so body and you all this other sort of shit. A third of your life asleep. Yeah, right. And I spent a lot of money on that mattress and it was so fucking worth it. I wouldn't trade it back. I have the the
0: same mattress. I think just a different firmness level, maybe. And I also
1: sleep hot. So this one is like supposed to keep your body cooler. And so I think that is huge.
0: Yeah. It's a a good mattress. Change your life. That's true too. A a cheap washer and dryer is a hundred percent. I can see that. Yeah. I, ours are just like whatever the previous owners had. People put a like
1: lot words. of uh, of weight in like the fucking beeps and squeaks. Like the boo boo the fucking washers and dryers that sing yeah, to you and shit no. when they're done. Not fucking worth it. Give me the. Yep. Yep. Oh, that's true too, man. She's gonna call me out on everything. I fought against the concept of Lululemon for so goddamn long because I think spending that much money is absurd. I re- and I still do. And I've done it and I still think it's absurd. But Lululemon but they're really supplies doors. a different level of comfort and the one complaint I have is that the color wears out semi quickly, but I also wear them like excessively, so that's yeah. part of it too. Um, but they are fucking comfortable. And as I've time. grown whiter, it's a lot <laughs> nicer to wear comfortable clothing.
0: As I've grown whiter. <laughs> yeah. Um the the one thing the last thing that I will add is people underappreciate how I think important it is to have a good hobby and to actually invest in your hobbies. Yeah,
1: yeah. You I gotta have, have something, yeah.
0: Being ADHD and having that just being an accepted part of my life, when I get into one of my hobbies, I get way into it. Into it. I have a bunch of whiskey back there. That was a hobby. I've got a bunch of cigars. That was a random hobby that I went through. I've got four different How microphones. How old are
1: those? What do you mean you went through? How old is that?
0: Um, some of those are... Uh, have been aging for a few years but i keep a Vita pack in there there there's a good chance those are not good anymore no they
1: are you might not want to smoke
0: those. they're they're all one of them is bad one of them is the
1: shelf life of a cigar sore. is probably lower than
0: you think but that's a different mm. time anyway go ahead not if you keep them in a humidor i uh, have one and no some of the stand uh, by it. i got a few of those about a year ago um but some of them are a little bit older um anyways um but like just being like being able to invest in your hobby i think makes you enjoy it a little bit more and appreciate mm-hmm. it a little bit more yeah and True. I don't think there's anything wrong with if you have the income to do it. Like I like podcasting. So I bought a better audio setup. Sure. I like computers. So I built a better computer. Yeah. I like softball. So I bought a little, I bought a more expensive softball glove and a bat. Like, yeah, I don't think there's a problem with investing in your hobbies. And I think people are too afraid to invest in their hobbies sometime because they do kind of the thing I was just mentioning. Yeah. Like, when you're an adult and you want to do something, you're like, what am I giving up to do it? And it's like, well, if you have the income to do it, just do it.
1: Yeah, and Carly said plants is for her, that's like her therapy, and and you guys are both right. It's like, when you lose out on some of those things that you take for granted as a younger person with less responsibility, you need to have something that you can do as an adult that keeps you sane, frankly. Yeah. Like, you need to have the thing that's good for your mental health, and and maybe it's not like the best for like a relationship or anything like that. Like I like playing video games. I'll never give up playing video games, but it's Same. like my like mental stability comes through that. And so like Same. it might not be the best for my interactions with Carly and I, she probably doesn't like it when I stash myself in a closet for three hours and play video games. But that being said, like you kind of have to, everybody has to have their thing, right? And right. Um, there has to be a balance obviously. Uh, and sometimes I've pushed this, push that balance for sure. But um, uh, there's, if you don't have something to keep you fucking straight headed like you're gonna go nuts and and for specifically i think when people invest all of their life into their work i don't know how they make it because oh fuck, dude i didn't have a second beer holy shit, we're, made, we're past time and i didn't ever yeah. crack and i've been done for a little bit and i was thinking about it and i just never cracked it so sorry uh anyway um yeah you, you you have to you have to have something like pull yourself away from the work pull yourself away from the you know whatever it is that you're doing and have something that you can look to because yeah i completely agree with you dude you got to have something to to keep you sane yeah. three weeks
0: <laughs> i i think that's fair though like if you have a couple hours three or four times a week like even if you play video games i think if you do three hours of video games three times a week that's completely different than doing that for three weeks straight where it's like all you do is get on the game yeah. all you dude, do when is... i used to play
1: destiny that might be the Destiny and early Fortnite, when I was meeting you guys, might be the worst phases I've ever been in in video games. Like drinking coffee at two o'clock in the morning to stay awake to keep playing fucking video games. Yeah.
0: Shotgun and energy drinks. I've definitely
1: had moments of addiction in my life when it comes to video games, for sure.
0: Definitely. But like, I think that I also think that's okay every once in a while. Like, if you're truly enjoying yourself and you're not doing. Yeah, exactly. But if you're like, you can go through a stretch like that, but you can also go through stretches of like. If you if you, me and Dane, wanted to play video games for a week straight, I would play video games for a week straight and then I'd be like, Okay, I need a break. I need to breathe. Like that's what I'm treating. Oh yeah, we'd probably
1: hate each other by the end of the week.
0: Like I'm going on vacation next week and that's what I'm treating it as. Like I'm still gonna do the podcasts. I'm still gonna do all of the recording and stuff that I normally do. Sure. But it's also like even like Sunday. Sunday's a football day. We know how I, I love my football days. I lock myself in this room. I have four monitors and a TV. I get all of them going. The streams are flying, but like Sunday when we get to California, I'm going to an Angels game. I'm just yeah. gonna enjoy the time that's there. I'm not gonna stress about fantasy. I'm gonna set my lineups before I leave, call it a day. I'm not gonna think about it. And it's 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 as long as you can enjoy your hobbies, but then shut off when you need to. I think that's yeah. And an we had an entire topic around people
1: around what I'm about to say, so I don't need to go too deep into this. But I don't. I think people struggle to realize that they don't owe their work their life. Yeah, and and as soon as you figure that out you're going to be better off mentally um because for me now like once i leave work at the end of like my scheduled time don't fucking call me don't text me don't talk to me about work like don't have me come into work yeah like leave me the fuck alone i need that separation in order to stay sane
0: i don't want to get too deep into it because like you said we definitely could but like people talk about like doing that as a part of the whole like quiet quitting thing that was going around on social media for a while but it's like no the company stops paying me when I clock out or when my work my I'm contracted to work until 4 p.m that's when I'm yeah done with my work day I am not thinking about work once my day is over to be like honest I, I didn't
1: follow the quiet quitting that much but like from the initial thoughts that I've heard about it mostly from Carly like I completely agree with it like you don't owe that job more than what you were hired to do during the hours yeah. that you were hired to do it And if they're saying that you're not meeting expectations and they need to rewrite their job requirement to make it so that you are doing what you're required to do and you do not need to go above and beyond for any job. If you choose to and that's what makes you happy, that's one thing. But you do not need to fucking go do that because the job is telling you you need to.
0: Since we put uh, this little tangent in the end of the episode, I'm going to say one thing. If you look at a job and the job description says other duties as assigned, just be concerned. I'm just going to say it because yeah. they will give you every single duty that they can and you're going to be doing a Especially job a that's realistically person, yeah. like four levels higher than what you should be. Like in my first real job, I was the basic level of job that you could be at in that role, when realistically I was basically doing what like a director, quote unquote, would do in that role.
1: It's not even quite quitting, dude. It's quite compliance. Yeah.
0: It's like, malici- I'm not quitting. Ma- I'm doing What's what I'm that? supposed to do. Malicious compliance is that that's a, a Yeah, everyone look at that. There, just which is amazing. You should check it out. For- yeah.
1: Just no, yeah, yeah, that's probably a whole other topic. Anyway, we are so out of time. We are over time. Thank you, everybody, for joining us for another episode of Two Average Husbands. I'm so sorry that I didn't have another beer. Jake, please rate your beer when you get handed over in just a second. Um, but that being said, uh, you can follow us on Twitter and Instagram at number two AVG Husbands it's in the banner if you're watching. You can find our uh, link tree that leads to everything else on there. We stream all over the place. Uh, you can chat live with us on Twitch, Twitter, and on YouTube and we are also in the Discord every week, which is underutilized, by the way. Feel free to hop in there, it's a nice place to chat, and it's real time. Uh, other than that, you can follow Jake on his personal, at Jake, or excuse me, at Perry underscore FF, or you can follow me at Kyle Anderson if you're watching. You can see both of those in the video as well. Other than that, Jake, over to you.
0: I give the Spear a 4.5, it is better, that is a, a much higher rating than I gave last year's version. So okay. if they do actually change everything year to year, Last year, I gave it a 7.9. This year, it gets the equivalent of a 9. Okay. A 4.5. So, Kyle, I think you would love this beer too. Um, But, like Kyle said, thank you guys for all the support. You know how much we love it. You know how much we appreciate it. Make sure you check us out. If you listen to our podcast on one platform, check out the other platforms. Just, it helps with, if, if you listen to it, it helps other people find it. If you like the content, I promise you, other people will like the content. We enjoy talking about it. That's how we have episodes that go over time like this one. We enjoy what we're talking about. We're just having a good time here. Thank you all for tuning in. As always, we really do appreciate it. Make sure you follow us everywhere. We will see you in the next episode. And as always, make sure you tell everybody that you love them.
1: Peace.